You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Three Mall. Welcome into another Three Mall bonus edition. I am your host, joined as always by former Kansas State wide receiver and partner at Wildcat NIL, Curry Sexton. And if you're watching on YouTube, you probably see just how dedicated Curry is as uh, he gets a better service outside of his house. And so he is sitting out on a Monday evening as we record in the, uh, the 40 degree temperatures. Uh, dedicated to the craft to uh, record the three mall bonus pod with you guys. Curry, I, I bet it, it still doesn't feel quite as cold as it did on Saturday in Manhattan, does it? No, not at all. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here on my, my in-law's front porch and I'm protected. Well, there's no wind, but I'm protected from it. It's not too bad. That that the the cold and the snow mix on Saturday was was pretty rough. And and then you mix in a pretty poor performance and it was uh it, it was a cold Saturday night. Yeah, it didn't, uh, didn't make my decision justified uh, to drive to Manhattan quite as... Uh, it was harder to justify it than probably for many folks that uh, endured the drive and the weather conditions to get there to the game. And uh, unfortunately, the way that the game played out was, uh, was very disappointing. One of the more disappointing efforts I've seen in a long time, actually, from Kansas State. So, I mean, what the hell was that, Curry? Like, what, what, what happened? What do you make of what you saw on Saturday, especially on the defensive side of the football? Yeah, I mean, I, I, the only explanation that I can come up with is our is we had a number of guys on the defensive side of the ball who were not, they they just weren't getting acclimated to that weather. They they were they they were afraid of it. They didn't want to get too cold. They didn't want to get you know they didn't want to get wet and cold. That's the only way that I that's the only explanation I can come up with because for the for the most part this season that has been a good defensive unit. That's been a unit that has not given up a ton of big plays, a ton of big yardage plays. Um, they've tackled fairly well for the most part. And then Saturday night we was basically a complete abomination. Um, so my, my the only explanation I can come up with is that those guys just did not want to be out there Saturday night. And Iowa State was tougher and more resilient than we were. And I think, you know, the 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 play that's made its, you know, made its rounds on on social media kind of embodies that. I mean, the the the, the infamous Will Lee play where Will Lee chases down Abu Sama and had an, a great opportunity to tackle him from behind and save a long touchdown, and instead he just shoves him and almost kickstarts him um, into into you know almost helps him accelerate even more and do an easy touchdown. Uh, and, and again, my the only explanation I've been able to give anybody is I I just don't think our guys wanted to be out there on Saturday. That's that's tough to hear. I'm sure it's tough to hear for a lot of K State fans as well. Look, I, I get it; it's not ideal weather conditions. But if Will Lee just dives at the guy's ankles into the snow, he goes down, or if he just jumps on his back like he easily could have done there, he goes down. But then he falls into the snow. I guess I mean that's the only explanation I have too. He he hustled to catch up to the guy. You know, you make the effort to do that. You got to bring him down to the ground. It's a, a highly unfortunate play. There were a series of unfortunate plays by the defense. Curry, you and I texted after the game, and we were texting yesterday as well. And I was betting some of my frustrations. You did mention to me though, and it it kind of made me step back a little bit. That if it, and we talked about this at the tailgate before the game. Shout out to Holiday Distillery and Wyatt and Three Sixty Vodka making some awesome drinks over on the west side of the tailgate for all of our. Uh, 
our KCSN three mall listeners, we really appreciate Wyatt and Holiday Distillery. It was an awesome time. And you came by the tailgate. You brought a couple of former players, Ryan Mueller, Zach Nemechek, and some other guys came by. It was a lot of fun. But we were talking, I asked you, I mean, is this disadvantageous to K-State? The weather, not only because it chases a lot of the fans off, you kind of lose your home field environment atmosphere, but also it kind of neutralizes the better team in these situations. And it certainly felt like that was the case. And you mentioned you thought K-State would have won comfortably if if they, uh, if it wasn't for the snow. And I know you don't want that to come across as an excuse, but maybe you could expand upon your thoughts on that. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I think I told you this and I told a number of different people on Saturday because, you know, the question that everyone was asking is how does the, does the snow help us or hurt us? And I kept saying, you know, I would like to think that it helps us because we're usually a tough football team that runs the football really well and plays sound defense. But I kept saying snow is a wild card. And I, and I referred back to, you know, the infamous Buffalo Bills. I can't remember who their opponent was several years ago where the snow was coming down like crazy and LaShawn McCoy just went absolutely nuts. Snow just, it, it, snow, snow of that magnitude, of that scale, brings a different, compo- brings a different element to a football game that we just do not customarily see. And as you saw on Saturday, one team was okay with it and the other team wasn't. And And I told you, I said, you know, I think, had that had we played that game under somewhat normal conditions, I think we win by twenty plus points, and I truly believe that. One, we were a really really good football team at home this year, other than Saturday night. Um, two, as I mentioned in the outset, defensively we didn't give up a lot of big plays. A um, couple here and there in the first game, first few games, but really did not give up a lot of big plays. We were a pretty sound defense. We were a defense that adjusted well as the game went on. And, and just, you know, one of the best defenses in the Big 12. And then you see us against a team that is not that great offensively Saturday night, give up six play, six long touchdown runs, six chunk yardage touchdown plays, um, and, and several of the seven, of the 65, 70, 80-yard variety. It was just, in my mind, it was a complete anomaly. And I think if you look at the game, our offense was able to sustain long drives. We ran 100-plus play, plays. Uh, we had 32 or 33 first downs. I mean, despite the elements, our offense was moving the football down the field. Um, it, it a lot of time, and a lot of times they were doing it with at ease. On the flip side, our defense never forced them to to sustain one single drive. They didn't run a single play inside of our red zone and still scored 42 points, which is just I'm, I I don't know that that's ever been done in a, in a college football game um, or a football game at a high level. And and so at the end of the day, I just think that that was. And, and I'm not making ex- excuses because it, it isn't an excuse. What we did on Saturday, that you, that's not justified in any way. But I think put put normal weather conditions out there Saturday night and we're just a better football team than Iowa State. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And the game was a statistical anomaly. I mean, you look at the box score, you mentioned at 102 plays to 35 plays, second highest time of possession in school history for K-State in a game, 32 first downs. Ties for the third most first downs in a game by K-State in school history. Iowa State runs four plays inside K-State's 50-yard line in the game. K-State runs 49 plays inside the Iowa State 50-yard line in the game, and yet Iowa State scores 42 points. Curry, if you told me that K-State would score 35 against what I view as a solid Iowa State defense, I would have said K-State wins that game by two scores, at least. And the fact that you give up 42 points against the Cyclones and all the explosives, Iowa State had one play of 70 yards or more this season. They had four on Saturday. 
it was uh it was infuriating some of the mistakes and i, I do want to ask you and i i don't think i don't know if you ever played <laughs> snow conditions quite like that but do you think it's more advantageous to the offensive players because they kind of know where they're going uh in snow weather snowy conditions like that on their footing or you know is it more advantageous to the defensive guy because it sure looked like it was advantageous to the offenses of both teams yeah saturday night it certainly did and i think it, you're right in a lot of ways you know that the because the because footing is 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 less than you know less than ideal um you know you think the offensive guy knows exactly where he's going and, and the defensive guy it's it's even harder for him to react so yes i think i think in a lot of ways it does it is advantageous to the offensive guy at the same time though if you're the defensive guys um it, it, the snow i mean it not it slows everybody down but it's it's it definitely slows down the offensive players the ball carriers which should in theory make it a little bit easier you know, to, to, you know, put them in your sights and go make plays. We just, you know, we looked timid. We struggled to tackle, um, even we even when we were in the right spots and, and, and at the end of the day that, you know, that, that lack of a desire to make plays, that lack of a, of a desire to be uncomfortable is ultimately what lost us at football game. I mean, you were sitting out in the elements. Were you surprised how well both teams were able to throw the football? in those conditions. I mean, Iowa State only threw it 12 times. Unfortunately, they averaged 19 yards of pass attempt as they completed 8 and 12 for 230 yards. But K-State drops back 48 times. I thought the wide receivers, for the most part, kept their footing pretty well on what was a lot of snow on the field. I, I was surprised how well both teams were able to throw the ball. Yeah, as was I. And, and we, in, in a lot of ways, I mean, we will really threw it with precision um, throughout most of the night. You know, there were a couple drops. Uh, which, which you know, honestly is to be expected. But you know, there were a lot of plays where guys made catch. You know, they made relatively difficult catches in traffic, uh, which, which was surprising to me. I mean, that was that was an amount of snow that I that I can almost assure you that nobody and nobody on either team had played in before, and and the offenses at times made it look easy. Uh, so I thought that was really impressive. Uh, and then obviously, you know, the, the defensive side is is a completely different, completely different deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had guys like Jace Brown looking great out there, a guy from Florida. You know, I was expecting him to not, not want to be out yeah. that stuff at all. And he was, I think he caught pretty much everything thrown his way. He had another nice game. Or K-State, obviously, Ben Sennett had a, a terrific game as well. But unfortunately, it wasn't enough. And uh, that's about all we're going to spend recapping that game as K-State falls to 8-4 and four on the season. And we don't want to bury the news of the day as we want to talk about you know, the announcement that came out from Will Howard that he's going to enter the transfer portal. We want to talk about Sean Ward entering the portal and some of the other news from today and look ahead to potentially whatever that bowl outlook it is and the future roster going forward. But first, we have to tell you, as always, about our friends at Home Field Apparel. Uh, go get stocked up with the 40-plus K-State items they have on their website. They've got over 100 schools to choose from, but I imagine most of you, unlike D.Y., are shopping for a lot of K-State stuff. D.Y.'s got every school, it seems like, known to mankind was rocking an Hawaii rainbow shirt from home field on today's podcast as we recap the Iowa State game. Go check them out. Check out all the K-State items. They got a sweet lavender bomber jacket with Pennant Willie on there as well. They got tons of hoodies. Their hoodies are the most comfortable hoodies that I own in my closet. And you can score 20% off as they still have their Black Friday sale going on right now. So go to their website and enter Black Friday and uh, you'll get 20% off. Check it out. It's even better than the 3-Mall 23 15% discount. So go take advantage of that. Right now, get over to homefieldapparel.com and uh, support them as they support us on 3Mall. 
Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so the news of the day, Curry, and probably the news here as we head into not the offseason as the bowl game still remains on the table, but with the era of the transfer portal, you get a lot of these announcements day just a day or two after the season, regular season concludes, and and we got that today. A lot of guys announced across the country that they're entering the transfer portal. K-State was no different than those other than, you know, the headliner is Will Howard, and it's not just the headliner for Kansas State. On three, as Will Howard currently ranked as the top transfer available in all of college football. Now it's early. There's going to be a lot of other guys enter, but it would seem that Will is going to be pretty coveted. Just what do, what do you make of the decision? Will Howard moving on. What's your initial reaction to that? And then looking ahead to Avery Johnson. Yeah, obviously it's bittersweet. Um, you know, Will, Will, has, Will has been a significant part of the K-State football family for the last four years and has done, you know, he's, 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 he's gone through a lot of highs and lows, but, you know, through it all, he's, he's maintained the utmost class, um, and handled things with such grace and has been from, from, you know, from my point of view, an incredible teammate, an incredible person in the community, um, incredible leader on the team and, and obviously helped us win a big 12 championship. And so, it's it's always sad to see the end of an era, the end of a successful era, um, especially with a guy like Will Howard, who who it really embodies what it means to be a K State football player, um, and who battled through such adversity to really achieve a lot of great things and set a number of records at K State. Um, so so sad to see Will Howard leave, um, but at the same time, I mean, this was to be expected. I mean, we we all knew as the season progressed that that whether Will was going to the NFL or going to transfer for a fifth year, uh, that that Will was going to move on. Um, and so it's it's despite how despite it, us being sad about the fact that we'll never see Will wearing number eighteen or number fifteen again in a K State uniform, um, you know, it this was this was the move that was to be expected. Um, we have, for, you know, fortunately, our coaches have done a good job of building a roster and attracting talent, and 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 perhaps the most talented piece on the future roster is Avery Johnson. And and in today's transient world of college athletics, you can't keep high, high, you know, extremely talented individuals on the bench, or else you run the risk of them leaving as well. And obviously, Avery Johnson is one of the most coveted 
recruits we've ever had. And, and, and he showed us a lot of good things in his short time this year. And so I think it's, I, I think while it's, it's, it's perfectly understandable to be sad that Will is gone, I think it's also perfectly understandable to be really excited about the future with Avery Johnson as quarterback. And so bittersweet is the term that I think fits most appropriate, appropriately here. I, I wish Will nothing but the best. He's, you know, by all accounts, an incredible human being and a good football player. And I really look forward to cheering him on next year wherever he ends up. I think that's well said, Curry. I mean, I echo everything that you said. Will is one of the best dudes that I've ever met. We've had him on the pod three different times. He's a class act. And uh, I cannot wait to watch what his journey uh, unfolds and, and the success that he has at his next stop. We'll be all wishing him nothing but the best. That dude gave his all for K-State for four years and is one of the best teammates and leaders that you could have ever asked for. So shout out to Will Howard and uh, Big 12 champion quarterback Will Howard. But, you know, you and I were also texting yesterday when we knew this was coming, Curry, and yeah, I think we both thought, like, we knew Will was going to move on, and this is probably best for both parties that it happens now, and Avery Johnson gets all of the reps now and bull prep. And they can kind of use this as a springboard to the 2024 season. And so maybe your thoughts just on that and, and how significant and important that is, these bowl practices for some of these young guys like Avery Johnson, some of these young receivers like Jace Brown, Trey Spivey, and others, and just young players in general as kind of a springboard into the 2024 season. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think it can be stated enough how important bowl prep is for young guys. And I know that a lot of people, I mean, so so I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. I think people struggle with the idea that 10 days ago or nine days ago, um, Will Howard took us to Lawrence and secured our 15th straight victory over KU, scored the last touchdown. And, and so people struggle with the idea that nine days ago he did that, and now today he's no longer a K-State Wildcat. And, and that's, that's, you know, because it's so new, because this phase of college athletics is so new, I understand how difficult that is. And you're going to, you're going to see that with others. I mean, we see it with Trey Sean, you know, there are going to be other guys who have been a part of the team and our success this year who will not be playing in whatever bowl game we go to. With that being said, um, from a, you know, from, from a strategic perspective, from a development perspective, it's better this way if you're a K-State fan. Uh, you know, not, and that's not just speaking about, you know, the Will and Avery dynamic. It, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it applies to every single position. Instead of now giving, you know, a bunch of outgoing players all the reps or, or a number of the reps over the course of the next 30 days, all of a sudden Avery Johnson is going to take every, every number one rep for the course of the next 30, 30 days. And the same could be said for so many other guys. Garrett Oakley is another really good example of that. You mentioned Jace Brown and Trace Spivey, even Keegan Johnson. There's a number of guys who are going to get who are going to get more reps than they otherwise would have because they're going to see some guys leave. Um, and, and even then, even even ten years ago, prior to the transfer portal and NIL, bull prep was just incredibly important for development because it gives you 20, 30 days. Of, of basically just just good on good and and just grinding out it's almost like a, it's almost like an enhanced spring practice um, and the good thing you know the good part about that for young guys is so many of these young cats um, have been have been on the scout team for the last three and a half months and so they have not been they've not been learning and becoming more familiar with our system they're becoming more familiar with the systems of other schools and now they get to refocus on 
how do, how do I how do I fit in this K State offense or how do I fit in this K State defense? And that's going to be vitally important for their success come next spring and into next fall. And so I think it's you know I'm really excited about how this how this bowl prep how this bowl prep season is going to help some of these young guys grow because we have some needs that are going to have to be filled come next come next fall. I mean, you mentioned it too. It's not just the young guys. I mean, Avery Johnson and Keegan Johnson have an opportunity to build more chemistry together because they haven't had a ton of snaps together on the football field with Avery Johnson unleashing the football. It allows these guys to get on the same page, you know, and build that as they head into then spring ball down the road. And it just helps that continuity factor. And then I look at like the defensive side of the football, Curry, and you've got a, a cheaty Obi Izor at defensive end who's gotten a few snaps this year. You've got a Jordan Allen, who's a very talented defensive end. They're going to be very reliant on next year as well. And these guys are going to get a lot more reps in practice and hopefully some playing time in that bowl game. And Austin Romaine gets more reps and more practice time. You've got a lot of talented freshmen that came in that just need more repetition and opportunity to play. And so I think it's it's significant. But I do have to ask you, because it's such a new thing the last couple of years in college football, not just the, the transfer portal, but guys like opting out of bowl games, right? And you played during a time where that really wasn't prevalent, you know, from what I, I don't recall that becoming a thing until the recent years. I mean, if you're in that locker room, like, what is your reaction? And I'm not even talking about K-State guys because we don't even, I mean, there's going to be some guys like Will Howard that don't play in the bowl because um, they're moving on through the portal. But even guys that, you know, potential third or fourth round draft picks that opt out on the bowl game and, uh, don't play in that. What What are your thoughts if you're in that locker room? You're a player, and you got guys doing that. You know that that's a tough one. Um, I, you know, I think as a fan, it, I I think as a fan, it's it, that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, you know, uh, let's use ben, uh, let's use Ben Sennett or Cooper Beebe for example. I have no idea if either one of those are going to play in the bowl game or not. But they're two guys who have been invited to the Senior Bowl who are ranked highly at their respective positions in the 2024 draft class and and they may decide to sit out of the out of the bowl game and and naturally that will upset people because people from the outside looking in say how could you abandon your teammates like that how could you how could you give up on your team like that when you've fought together for so long i think having having been up close to it having played i certainly understand why guys with draft prospects sit out of these games would i also being a K-State fan, like to see them play. I absolutely would. But with the future in the, you know, with the future hanging in the balance, I I totally understand why you would sit out. I mean, Jalen Smith is is the example. Yeah. Jalen Smith is the perfect example of why guys sit out now. You know, he was a he was a top flight NFL linebacker prospect um coming out of Notre Dame and suffered one of the most gruesome knee injuries, you know, that we've seen. And that that impact, I mean, he 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 rebounded to have a pretty solid NFL career, but cost him tens of millions of dollars and cost him years of his NFL career. And so, you know, the 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 job audition that those guys will go through from starting in January at the Senior Bowl and going through the draft is the most important job audition that they will ever go through. And so, um, they need to be healthy for it. They need to be in the right state of mind for it. So with all that being said, I totally understand that the that why guys decide to opt out of bowl games. Yeah. Their luster and it hurts me to say, but but that that's just the way that they, that's just the way that it is. It, it it is a bummer because, you know, growing up, bowl games were something that was were so fun and unique and exciting and now it's uh, it has kind of lost 
you know, that luster and that appeal. And I don't know, like if there's solutions to try and get guys more engaged to play, like if it's some of that bowl money or bowl shares or TV shares going to the players or, you know, coaching bonuses. I had the idea, Curry, the other day, I was texting the guys, uh, D.Y. John, I saw like Eli Drinkowitz's bonus that he gets for, you know, finishing with 10 wins or whatever, and then getting to a New Year's Six Bowl. That maybe go give that to the players, split it up. I mean, if they yeah. play in the bowl. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know what would be, you know, if the NCAA would ever, ever make things like that legal or not. And I, I just want to say also that, like, I look at a guy like Cooper Beebe and whatever he chooses to do, I'm completely fine with. Cooper Beebe put it on the line his entire career, but he put it on the line this year when he could have been a, a first-round pick. And he put his, you know, his stock at risk to come back and play 12 games for Kansas State here in the regular season. He could have gotten hurt at any point and lost millions of dollars potentially, and he didn't care. You know, he wanted to play for K-State one more year, help mentor his brother, wants to get in the ring of honor. So whatever decision a guy like Cooper Beebe makes, completely fine with, completely understand. Just appreciate the heck out of him. Appreciate some of these guys. I get it with Ben Sennett, too, and, and others. Like, you know, they, yeah. got, they got millions of dollars on the line, potentially. Absolutely. And, and you're right. I mean, I, if no matter what decision Ben or Cooper or other guys make, I, I will totally understand it because they've, you're right, they sacrificed a lot, Cooper especially. And I think, you know, you mentioned so many of the reasons why Cooper came back. To me, one of the one of the coolest things about Cooper BB, he's just such a normal guy. Um, one of the one of the one of the reasons he came back is because he he was he wants to be a, a, a high school history teacher when his NFL career is over, and he decided that or he he knew that he was going to have to do a student teaching last spring, and that it would be hard to juggle pro you know draft prep and student teaching. And so he thought, if I don't do it now, I may never do it. And so that was that was a factor, which I just think is so cool about Cooper. But as far as the bowl games, yes, I, I think at some point you're going to start to see, you know, you're going to start to see money uh, being being, you know, being used as an incentive for these athletes. Um, you've started, you know, that started to happen in, in other sports, maybe with basketball more primarily where, you know, teams go play in a in a prominent game and attached to that game is a, is a significant marketing opportunity that includes NIL. And there's no reason that that couldn't happen right you know, with, with bowl games. Um, so I, I think that's something you'll see in the future, which will help ensure that these people, that, that these sponsors who are putting up a lot of dollars for the, for the bull naming rights will make sure that they're getting their money's worth. Um, and, and I guess on your, on your coach's bonuses front, I, I, I thought this was so funny because there's, there's this guy on Twitter. He's a great follow. Uh, Steve Berkowitz, he's with the he's with USA Today, yep. and, and and he always tweets out coaching bonus updates. And Saturday night, Iowa State coach Matt Campbell will get two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bonus with Cyclones reaching reaching seven regular season wins. And I just I I couldn't help but laugh. And, and one of my one of my best friends in the world is on that coaching staff, and I know they were all so excited to win that football game. But it's it is unbelievable to me that. That co- that that a coach like that gets a quarter of a million dollars for winning seven football games, a quarter of a million dollars for for establishing mediocrity, um, and and so that that just it's an aside, it's an it's a complete aside, but it just absolutely blows my mind, especially in a day and age where people people who put that in place or who are supportive of those bonuses on the flip side will argue that that student athletes shouldn't get nil money. Yeah. So total aside. No, no, no. It's a it's a great call out because if you think about it, a guy and I don't know, I can't remember exactly what Campbell's making per year, 
but it, you know he's he's pretty well reimbursed for what he's doing, right? And you would expect a coach making three, four million dollars a year. You damn well better get seven wins, yeah, if you're making that much money. So why are you getting incentivized and getting re- you know getting bonuses for doing what is your job? If you're making three to five million dollars a year, you damn well better be doing your job well enough to win seven or eight games. That's that's my thoughts, you know, yeah. on that. So his he must have he must have one heck of an agent. Well, as you know, Curry, I State hasn't, you know, hit that nine win mark very often or ever. So, uh, you know, so uh, anyways, uh, hey, real quick on the uh, the running back front, Treshawn Ward also entering the portal. We we knew that was coming, actually. I mean, we've known for a little bit of time. But what are your thoughts on the running back position looking ahead as well? We know they have DJ Giddens back. Joe Jackson redshirted this year, talented freshman running back coming out of Florida. He's been banged up a little bit this year. Anthony Frias could come back potentially as well. Uh, got a few snaps this year. Do, do you think they need to add a guy in the portal, or do you think they're comfortable, you know, rolling with Joe Jackson and uh, DJ Giddens running back? Yeah, like you said, we knew this was coming. We knew Trayshawn was kind of a, a one-year guy, um, and, and unfortunate to see him go, mostly because he's been a productive player for us, and he, and he brings, you know, he brings a different skill set, but. Um, the coaches are obviously okay with it, which tells me that they feel good about where things are headed. Obviously, DJ Giddens is going to be one of the one of the best running backs in, in the Big 12 and in college football next year. So you feel really good about where things stand with with him coming back. Um, the coaches are really excited about about Joe and and, and John Price. Um, so I think you have some good young depth there. I think they will go out and add. I don't know if that will be via the portal or if that will be JUCO. Um, I think there's some you know. There's some rumors flying out there about some guys who may be entering the portal, and I think K State will, you know, if if the right opportunity arises, we'll we'll try to make a play at some of those guys. But yeah, I mean, you know, it is is you can be excited about the young guys, but at the same time, it may be foolish to say, okay, we here we have this this stud junior running back, and we're going to just back him up with some some inexperienced freshmen. And I don't think K State will do that. So I'd look for us to add some guys, but at the end of the day. Um, they feel good about they feel good enough about what's there to let you know to let a, a fourth year, uh, you know, really quality running back go. Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll look more ahead uh, to maybe like roster needs. We'll let things kind of go through the the motions here over the next couple of weeks. See what happens with the roster. Other guys entering the portal, additions that are made, and then you know we can talk Curry maybe before our bowl show um that we'll do it'll kind of be our last write off before next season that we'll we'll do our bowl show Curry and I will three mall bonus uh you know when that time comes probably like the week before the bowl so we're going to take a couple weeks off we'll let things kind of go go here over the next couple weeks we'll see other guys and enter the portal and then you know we'll talk about looking ahead to the roster needs guys in the portal in more detail and more in depth for potentially that bowl matchup when we know it as well. But for now, we'll we'll take a little reprieve, uh, and then Curry and I'll have the grand finale here in uh, probably three or so weeks. And I say grand finale, and certainly hope we do this again next year. I, I know Curry, uh, you were quite the uh, the celebrity at the uh, Holiday Distillery tailgate. Everybody everybody wanted to know where you were. They wanted you to get over there, and so uh, and, and you made it over around 5.30. I appreciate you making the trip over there because it was a lot of fun getting to hang out, but uh, people love love having you on the show, so we appreciate you uh, participating in this. Anything anything new over at Wildcat NIL that our listeners need to be aware of or catsnil.com? No, nothing new. Just, you know, same old, same old. I mean, I think, you know, one thing that during these times of transition, you always get 
a lot of inquiries about NIL, um, whether it's from athletes or or fans or you know e- everything in between. This is a you know these times where the portal is you know really a significant factor is when NIL becomes a a, a hot a hot topic. So I would just encourage folks that if you're you know if if you're wondering how you can make sure that K State is well positioned as we enter the portal phase, what whether it relates to retaining guys or bringing new guys in. Um, I would encourage you to reach out to us or, or support us through, you know, through Wildcat NIL. Um, obviously, NIL is a significant factor in in recruiting and retention these days, and 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 much, much, much better to be proactive than reactive. And and so I would just encourage folks out there listening that if you're not already supporting K State student athletes, um, that, that that you know, if you, if you have the capacity to do so, that you get, you know, that you get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Go to catsnil.com. Check out the membership to your program. We've said it several times before, but they've got options for anybody that wants to give. And and whether it's something that fits your budget or not, if it's $10 a month, it all adds up. Every dollar matters. And it's extremely important, not just, you know, with the coaching staff where you recruits them, but from a retention perspective, as Curry said, you know, you want to retain as much star power as you can. You don't want guys hitting the portal and going NIL shopping. And one way to help with that is to support the great folks at Wildcat NIL with a ton of great K-Staters, Curry, Pearson McAtee, Ryan Hennington, and others. And by the way, speaking of which, we're going to try to to make something work with uh, Pearson for basketball and do a, a show maybe every other week talking basketball and talking Wildcat NIL as well. So stay on the lookout for that. We, uh, we hope to announce that here in the near future as we get closer to Big 12 play for Wildcat Hoops, and uh, we'll be talking some K-State basketball probably with Pearson and give Curry a little bit of an offseason as he uh, has a second child. So uh, good luck to uh, to you and your wife, Curry, on that front. But yeah, get out to catsnil.com, uh, support them. And, and Curry, I have to say, I'm, I'm sorry, the whole QR code idea was brilliant on the Jumbotron. I just I feel bad that it was a much <laughs> smaller crowd than uh, we anticipated. And everybody's everybody's phones were six layers deep in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was joking with somebody from K-State Athletics. I said, I, can we get a rain check on that? Can we run it back? And uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, the timing wasn't great, but, you know, that's something you deal with when you live in the state of Kansas. Well, let's, I think, yeah, a little bit of a, a makeup needs to be happening there. Uh, maybe a couple sure. basketball, maybe a couple Big 12 Saturday basketball games. We can get that on the Jumbotron. Everybody's hands will be warm. Their fr- their fingers won't be frozen, and they up quickly get their phone out. Yeah, yep. that, that sounds great. Uh, We're going to run it for sure. Yeah, no, sounds awesome. But, I mean, for you folks that don't need that QR code, you, you should just know, go to catsnil.com and uh, enter that URL code into your web browser. And all the great resources and information is on there, including the membership tier program that we just talked about. So appreciate it, Curry. Appreciate Curry for braving the cold, just doing the show outside so many times this year just to accommodate all of us and uh, make sure the show ran smoothly. So appreciate Curry. And uh, we'll we'll take a couple weeks off, like we said, and we'll be back to talk about the K-State Bowl matchup here uh, later in December. But appreciate the heck out of you, Curry. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Three Mall Bonus. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.